years ago, I heard Seth Godin say parents' jobs is not to like get their, like think that school's teaching their kids. It's to like actually teach their kids when their kids come home. And you do that by asking them questions they can't Google mm. or ask them questions and don't let them Google. And if they answer a question, not telling them what, if it's right or wrong, but ask them how they got to that answer, because that is actually challenging the brain. So you know what? Ask yourself a question. Don't let yourself Google, try to come with an answer and then, you know, see what happens. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world. And the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Oh, and stick around to the very end because we got some outtakes. That's been happening. There's always outtakes, um, <laughs> and the team does collect them for bloopers on the YouTube, but uh, we're adding them into the end of the pod because you know what? You need to know that we are not perfect. You're not perfect. And we're perfect. enjoying the process. And we are enjoying that. So have a good laugh on our behalf. Love you. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the cognitive convo I had with Dr. Philippe Dion and Douglas Mapp in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause this now. Go back and listen to that one and then come back and join us. Also, if you're listening to this on the OPC app. Oh, yeah. You don't even have to like go back. You can literally just see the list of of latest episodes you can go i haven't listened to that one yet that's true and you can listen to it all for free on that app just a shameless plug okay yeah not only that though uh this one was was like there was a lot going on in this episode so i actually listened to it uh slower than i normally would because they were thrown out like a, real, lot a lot of, of a lot of science and a lot of stuff that like medical my, stuff my poor brain was like not catching up you guys i failed the cognitive <laughs> test on the air i did laugh i laughed out I, loud like okay in my defense i just did not understand the instructions and yeah. also i clearly i did go get my brain checked. but i so. can see how he can like mess with you as the person running the test because i could see the logic behind why you would want to answer the way that you answered yeah. And then I could also see how he was talking about modifying it to mess with people even more. I, I thought so, it was pretty so cool. Do you, so I just want to cool test. everyone who listened, do you think that he made it harder because I'm so amazing or do, you, <laughs> do we think my brain's fucked? <laughs> Drop a one in the comments on Instagram. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Before we get into their conversation, let me just announce that today is international skin pigmentation day. Because I got some, and y'all all probably have some, and you know what? It's okay. Like, get your cancer checked, absolutely, but own the skin pigmentation. It makes you who you are. When I was growing up, they called them freckles, and now it's called melasma. I do not like that you hit a certain age, and you go from having freckles to skin pigmentation. But at any rate, I see you. Happy International Skin Pigmentation Day. Show it off. <laughs> um, this week. We're on a plane right now. Yeah, right now. So as, you're, as if you, you're listening, if you're listening to this in real time, we are on a plane, came back from Korea. Um, Brad's probably sleeping. I am 1000%. Well, hopefully, hopefully we are getting very deep, amazing, multiple REM cycle sleep on this plane ride home. Well, if we have a, a row to ourselves, absolutely. 
You will always, and I might. Um, yeah, I sleep sitting up, y'all. Not normally, I but I can. I have to lie down, and I have been known to have my legs up the wall of a plane just to make room for me to sleep lying down because I have to sleep lying down. <laughs> I have slept in a rolling like a ball position just so I can sleep lying down um, with the seatbelt digging in because I don't want them to wake me up because I'm not wearing it. So I like loosen it up and get myself in there so I can sleep lying down. At any rate, if I'm not sleeping. You can imagine it. It's hilarious. Don't worry. I am watching whatever movies they have because Flights to Asia have the newest, hottest movies. I'm so excited. It's true. Um, but next <laughs> ne- month. Next month. Um, lots of elevation. It's June. Yeah, it's June. Yes. Yeah. So in June, we're actually staying in town. Brad's going to go do some camping stuff. But I've got two Elevate weekends happening. I've got one for Elevate Round 2 and one for Elevate Round 3. And if you're like, that seems like a lot. It's not because I'm awesome, but I'm, it's a, it's a <laughs> okay, lot of elevating. That's why it's not? Okay, yeah, okay. No, I mean, thank goodness for our team. Uh, <laughs> um, Unbelievable. I, just, you can't see me on uh, rolling my eyes on the audio side of this, so <laughs> don't worry. Um, and while it's amazing, um, we're also going to go to Utah and do some vacation with our BFFs. Uh, what do you call like couples who are BFFs? Because we're, we're BFF was the couple. Yeah, I don't, uh, maybe we're. CBFFs. Couple bet bet BFFs. Anyways, someone will tell me. Um, we're gonna go to Utah. Um, it's gonna be hot this month, supposedly in Vegas, but we're we're not worried about it because we love it here. Um, and uh, yeah. So, anyways, lots going on in June at home in Las Vegas. I hope you can come and see the beautiful place. All right, if y'all can have an answer to that question, because my brain is still trying to figure out: is it like best couple friends forever? Is it BCFF? It, whatever you oh. think it might be, make sure we well, know. You, know Kareem, you got to drop us a line you know on what, Instagram and tell us what you think it should be. Do you know what Kareen calls me? I don't. A TFF. Trusted friend forever. That's Tr- me. Trusted friend forever. Uh-huh. It's better than BFF. TFF. Um, okay, so then uh, July, we are going to be in the United Kingdom. We are teaching an amazing mullet tour of a weekend. <laughs> it's so literally business, called the mullet tour, y'all. Oh, uh, we have mullets on the flyers. We have mullets on the notebooks. Uh, I I don't have a mullet, but we are going to figure this out. Um, People think I have a mullet, but I don't. Well, you can make it look mullety. I can make it look like a mullet, but it's not actually a mullet. I hate when you do that, but I mean, whatever, whatever <laughs> we do for art. Um, so anyways, uh, at the time of recording, there were a few spots left. Are there now? You should check. Yeah. Um, you can go to opc.me slash UK. It's going to be in the show notes. In August, we are doing the Summer West Coast Tour. You guys, we are so freaking fired up for this. We are. We have amazing partners with this tour. We do. So we are leveling up this tour. Yeah, in it's going to be badass great. way. Uh, if you are somewhere between between the bottom of California and the top of the United States, you're going to want to come. Yeah. You're going to want to get in your car. Come hang out with our us. Car. So if you're not sure where we're going to stop, we're still dialing all that in, but you will find out by getting on the list. Go to opc.me slash tour. September. Yeah. Poland. We, Poland. You guys, there's an incredible conference happening in Poland. I'm speaking. Brad's going to be there. We're having flashcards. If you have not wanted to pay for massive shipping, use that money to go to this conference and enjoy incredible speakers. There's opportunity to take private sessions, which is never a possibility when I travel. Which means you have to sign up early because yeah. those will go. Yeah. So, uh, Contrology, Pilates Conference.com. If you're like, how do you spell that? It's in the show notes. Yeah. Contrology, um. Pilates Conference.com. And you can, uh, it's easy to get there from anywhere in Europe. Um, or even in the UK. So uh, come come hang. It's going to be super fun. Yeah. And Looking forward o- to it. And then we go to October. Cambodia. We're go to Cambodia. Cannot wait to go moly. back. It is filling up so fast. And we are so excited to go back. Yeah. 
We have so many people who are excited. They're like, which friend can I bring? It's just a, it's just a wonderful place to truly retreat yourself. And then you will enjoy Pilates sessions, breath come work. Stay, come stay in our village, either mm-hmm. with us at our house um, or uh, at our neighbor's. Yeah, well, and it's going to be so fun. If our house fills up, we have our neighbor's house. And But when I say that, it's not like an Airbnb where you're sharing a room in a house with other people. No, they have their own guest house. They're all and get, they're, they're literally 15 feet across the street yeah. from us. We all, like, we're all, we, you all have your own rooms with your own doors and your own bathrooms. And it's well, two to a room. Yeah. For yeah, some yeah. of them. Right. It's, yeah. We'll work it out. Yes. But anyway, my point, point is. is you're not like in. Yeah, a, you're not down the street from us. You're like literally and you're across not in the like path. A house where like you're sharing a living room with random people. You're in like you're in a, a like a bed and breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that that links in the by the whatever you call the things below. Show notes. And then LeslieLogan.co/slash/retreat. Just got off a call with the lovely Erica Quest. Yeah, you did. I heard you two. I could hear you outside. You you two like make each other laugh so hard. We, it's hilarious. I know. And we're we came up with a, with a, the what we're gonna what I'm gonna uh, pitch for our workshops for uh, what's happening in December. <laughs> but in November, uh, we're bringing back our very tried and true amazing workshops that people have loved that we've never brought to Miami. And we're going to do some workshops before POT. The POT Miami stuff has not been released yet, but we will be at Miami POT. So just get yourself to Miami in November. Um, if you haven't gone to Cambodia, Poland, or the UK, or a West Coast, or I'm just saying, yeah, we want to see out. you in real life. Get your thass there. Get your thass there. Next up is an audience question. Who is it from? It's from Erica Donahue. Sorry, I it, said that wrong. It's I'm l- reading Erica Quest. It's Erin Donahue, our dear friend from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. We love Erin. Yes. She's a badass. We she actually is. get to see her at, uh, and Katie Donnelly every December, which is just like a true bless them. They even like did an outdoor adventure with me when I was definitely negative from COVID, but we still did outside. So no one would get anything before Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, so we love them. Um, and this is her question. Yeah. So she said, you often talk about small things that fill our cup. As a fellow 90s lover, what is your favorite 90s song and or movie that you cannot turn off when it's on? Mine are TLC's No Scrubs and Empire Records. Okay. Aaron. Okay, so um, I love this question so much. And I do think that like little things do fill our cup, right? So for 90 songs, I will just be completely honest. My parents raised me on Focus on the Family and my grandparents on the Oldies channel. So I was at the Drifters concerts in front row. I forget who we were just talking about where they were like saying that. And I was like, oh yeah, no, me too. (laughs) Me too, Drifters baby. So um, luckily for me, Pretty Woman is from 1990 and it is Absolutely. Oh, that's your that's your movie. That's my movie. That is your movie. One thousand percent my movie. I don't care. I don't care if I I watched it every day for an entire summer with my best friend. Um, it was our favorite thing to do. And my mom was always like, "Hi, mom." My mom was always like, "Leslie, you shouldn't be." watching this every single day it's gonna like make you grow up to be a prostitute and i said um actually <laughs> mom she's an entrepreneur and she never takes less than 100 <laughs> so um thanks julia roberts love you um so that's my favorite movie that i cannot get enough of i don't know when did a league of your own come out because when i'm flying because uh, pretty women's not on the planes but a league of your own of their own 92 92 and then also sleepless in seattle that movie yeah, those two one. 
93. 93. Thank yeah. God for that. So when I, Aaron, when I'm on a flight, literally the last flight to Cambodia to fall asleep, I put on the league of their own. And then when I woke up, which I do on a plane, I went on to sleepless in Seattle, fell back asleep, missed the whole movie, woke up at the end, went back to the league of their own. And like, that was my night. It's in between two of them. And I fell asleep. So love them fills my cup so much in so many ways for songs. This was actually a little difficult because again, as I mentioned, like I grew up with focus on the family as one option and like the drifters as another option. And also Chuck Berry's my ding-a-ling. So if you know, you know, every time that bell would ring, I just want to play with my, and then he'd have the whole audience saying that part anyways. Um, so, uh, I did some, some stuff because I wanted to make sure I got some songs, right. Um, because I don't remember all the Christian bands Brad probably does, but like we, probably had like clays of whatever it's called jars of clay like just those. yeah that, that I, that's the first thing that came into that, my head was the entire album well, their, yeah. their first album and there, like there was a couple of bands that like my parents would let me play in their earshot but whenever they would leave and also i had some friends moms who drove me to school so it's an ironic of course alanis morissette thank you so much um of course, Mary J. Blige. Of course, anything by Macy Gray. And um, Whitney Houston, shout out. To, I mean, like, how can you not? I remember, do you remember this, Brad? We were walking the dogs in LA and someone's blasting. Um, I just want to dance with somebody in their car. I just want to dance with somebody. Yeah. And they stopped at the stop sign by our house. And we started singing with them. Like, yeah, it yeah. was like, oh, gosh. Whitney. Anyways, um... Somebody so, uh, of, so Aaron said no scrubs, Aaron. Um, and there's an OPC workout called no scrubs coming up for you. Um, that just have some fun, but I love salt and pepper. I love Lauren Hill. I loved, I mean, like, I don't think there's a 90 song that would come on now that I would stop playing unless it was like weird Al Yankovic. That shit doesn't do me anything. Um, so I'm just into it all. I, w I just, I don't, I can't even pick a fave. I really, really cannot. Um, but also I feel like I should have gone to the, um, Lilith fair. I think I missed out on an opportunity to like, really just like, <laughs> I don't think I was like the 1999, um, shit festival, the Woodstock thing. I think I was a Lilith fair girl all along with my glasses and my perm bangs because my mom did that, and uh, my braces, I think I would have filled it fit Nailed right it. in. Yeah. What are your favorites? All right, so um, I definitely uh, remember uh, being impacted seriously by Green Day uh, mm. and their album your Dookie. your parents let you? They certainly did not, uh, <laughs> but I listened to that listen on to the bus, uh, and I got really into that. Um, do I play it over and over and over again? Mm, not so much. Um, I'm trying to think about like what... What I play over and over again uh, from the Kiss 90s me. specifically. Sixpence None the Richer. You didn't play that yeah, over sure. and over again? I mean, Come on. <laughs> no, I played like um, like uh, Lit and a couple of other punk bands, like whatever. Hootie but, and the Blowfish? Did you play? Sure. A big Bad Voodoo Daddy. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. But uh, yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, <clears throat> there was this Australian band that would go. Um, oh, I can't think of it, but like, I'll, I'm, it's going to come up in this podcast. I will come back to it and it'll right, just be right. like a thing. Well, movies. Okay. So I just was looking, um, the big Lebowski is in the late nineties and that movie is amazing. And I'm like super into that film. Um, uh, and the, uh, uh, the, ne the other one was, I, I kept looking up, like trying to figure out is Die Hard. It's from 1988. And I'm like, no, oh. 
Because that one, like, if it's on, I'm watching it. But Die Hard 2 is 1990. So I don't know if I have that same affinity for Die Hard 2. Oh, my God. Do Okay, just know, maybe people listening remember this, but back when cable was a big deal and I was in college, um, there would be, like, I love the 90s. I love the 80s. It was on E! And like, was that on E? There was like a, a special MTV, cable channel. There was a bunch of them. And like, anyways, uh, okay. So, but Savage Garden, truly, madly, deeply, uh, the chorus is unbelievable. It's super fast. It's like, like you have How's to it like, like. Well, it's done. Dun, 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 dun. I can't do it. I can't do it. I have to listen to it. At any rate, oh, you can't that's a play commercial. it. You can't play it on the air oh. right now. You cannot play it. We don't own the rights. Lame. Um, but y'all just it's Google true. Savage Gardens, truly madly deeply, get to the chorus. And like, you will be like, every time I see you, I close my eyes. Da, 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 da. Like that. It's like so fucking good. Anyways, <laughs> I own the CD. I own the single. I bought wow, the single the and single. I played it over and over again. <laughs> there so you Aaron, go. That is the one. Fills my cup first. Play it all the time. And Brad's like, no, I think that they're from Seattle. I'm like, they're no, no, Australian. I was saying Soundgarden. You said Soundgarden. They're from Seattle. Yeah, but this is Savage yeah. Garden. Savage Garden. And they're from Queensland. Queensland. And I didn't know that. They're actually from Brisbane. And you know, Brisbane, I fucking love you. And Mr. Faces, let's go. Anyway, this has been fun going down memory lane. Way into it. Great question, Aaron. Thank you so much. Um, I hope y'all have had a lot of like, oh's happening during this time. Anyway, stick around. Let's talk about Dr. Philip Duyan and Douglas Mapp, uh, two extraordinary individuals who are all about the power of the brain. Both are experts in their fields, uh, and they firmly believe that understanding how to harness the capability of our brains and changing our thinking can also change our lives and the world. Pretty, uh, pretty crazy uh, listening to them talk about um, just stuff that is kind of everyday things that we probably need to be doing to take care of our brains. Um, and I, I really enjoyed the conversation. I think before you jump into, uh, before you jump into it, just the concept of working, quote unquote, working out your brain. Um, I really liked the idea of that because we obviously know we need to work out our muscles and, you know, w w like be moving all the movement and all that kind of stuff. And in my in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I work out my brain by playing a puzzle video game on my phone. Those don't work. Do you not remember Philippe Dion's whole thing? Sudoku is not going to work. Yeah. So, uh, but there, they gave us some pretty practical tips on how to get your brain uh, working out. Anyway. Um, Are you just going to start? What is the one thing <laughs> that, um, lo love your patience there. What is the one thing uh, that you loved that they said uh, to help us work out our brain? So we've had Dr. Philippe Dion on before, which is why I know this is a thing. Um, but I was just really excited to have him back because there's so much to know about the brain. I don't even think scientists know everything about the brain yet. Like, and it's just, it's crazy. So, um, of course, you know, good sleep hygiene. It's been a thing that I've been wanting to work on. And um, I've been really frustrated because of this aura ring. And it tells me how little sleep I'm fucking getting, even though I was going to bed. But I was like waking up seven times a day. You just got like day. the best sleep in okay, your life like a week at ago. At the time of interviewing them, it was shit. And prior to that interview, my aura ring annual wrap up was like, uh, you averaged six hours of sleep, which is not what I, my goal was. My goal was seven hours of sleep. Right. So obviously missed that by a big lot. And also like I wasn't getting into deep sleep, which is what our brain needs to do. We, so we have to train our body and brain to sleep. So I do have a nighttime routine. I have been cheating on it. However, do not work three to four hours before bed. Turn down the lights as evening approaches. Our friends have those like Google 
lights or their lights are on a Google situation and they just are on a timer. Yeah, and they it, just start dimming. They just start dimming. It's pretty cool. Do it. It doesn't it doesn't seem to cost a lot. So you can like do it, but you have to think about it because all the things you can do to like not have to like remember to do it is like amazing for decision fatigue. It also helps signal your body to start releasing melatonin. Hello for sleep. They said no caffeine eight hours before. You know, Europeans, you do things differently. So like <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like, if yeah, but I feel like science doesn't lie, you know, like, well, I've, I read a, I read a book on coffee and like some people can handle it after three o'clock and some people cannot. And Huberman also scientist. He also said like, if you can, you can, if you can't, you can't. So Fair just, enough. you Fair know enough. you, um, but, but definitely like probably eight hours before bed makes sense to me. Um, and they emphasize that you should get at least six to eight hours. I really, I feel good at seven hours, eight kind of thinks you feel groggy. So that's good. Yeah. I need to, I need, I definitely am at the six hour mark and I need to step that up to well, seven. Also. Cause I don't want you to die. Well, yeah. And, and that, <laughs> I mean, that, well, so here's what he actually said. Um, and this was an interesting way to think about sleep because we kind of think of sleep like last. It's like the, it's like, eh, you know, I'll I guess sleep I need when to I'm sleep. dead. Well, there, I used to say that forever, but, but also like, you know, we're like, oh, I have a big day tomorrow, so I should get some sleep. And that, you know, he said, Hey, you know, sleep is actually literally sleep is made for your brain, right? Like sleep is made for your brain. Okay, so when we say that, what that, what does that mean? Like, you you need to have the sleep so you can like power wash the brain, right? So that you can actually function and yeah, they, and help your brain continue to be communicating to itself during sleep. You there's like all this fertilizer that's happening to your brain, the CSF, the cerebral spinal fluid. Right. I don't know that I like the thinking about fertilizer like shit for my brain, but like it. it <laughs> Well, because fertilizer has a bunch of manure in it. Or but, chemicals, uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> so, but let's just think of it on a holistic level. Uh, <laughs> according to the doctors and the scientists, um, when you sleep, you're like literally giving your brain all that like amazing growth shit that it needs. There it is. Growth shit. Growth shit. Yeah, it's growth shit. <laughs> Sorry. It's growth Sorry, manure. Douglas. <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, it's so, um, it's so important. And then they also mentioned, this is why it's so important. If you listen to nothing, listen to this. There is links in science between dementia and sleep deprivation. Yeah. So y'all get your fucking sleep because you don't want to be dementia. Dementia? No. Have dementia. Yes. You don't want to have it. You know you don't want to have it. And like we don't we and there's all these other things they're still trying to figure out why it's happening. But like do yourself a favor and like at least if one of the causes is lack of sleep, get yourself some sleep. Well, I think and the you know like to take it a, a level deeper, basically he's talking about that the CFS is cleaning your brain during those REM cycles of sleep, uh, right? And he said when you don't get the sleep that you need, you're not clearing the brain as much as you need to clear it, which ultimately could cause a breakdown of communication. And that, that if that communication breaks down, now we're talking diseases such as dementia. dementia. Well, it makes sense. I mean, if you think about drains, if you don't clean them, there's buildup and then eventually there's blockages. Yeah. And you know, in LA, those things just become a burst pipe. So there's like these things that happen. So that could happen to you. It, it, it absolutely can. Yeah. So for, get your sleep. So that could happen to you. Uh, this is a, my PSA for sleep. This is your brain on drugs. Yeah. Right. Uh, 
I really was also gravitating towards the um, the, the conversation about uh, business owners, like entrepreneurs. He said that uh, uh, business people move the conversation forward because uh, especially uh, Dr. Dion was, you know, he's in the, the, the health, wellness, medical he's field. He's a fucking brain doctor. Brain doctor. But he's like, hey, this is slow. Everything is slow in this field. But entrepreneurs get in there and they like, you know, break stuff and they, they move a lot faster because companies operating at peak performance are five times more efficient than companies that are not, right? And that's a lot to do with the brain. So they were kind of going back and forth about this. And uh, basically it's, you know, his opinion was that business people have amazing take on the brain, whether or not they realize it, because for them to operate with efficiency, what are they doing? They're taking care of their body. They're taking care of their brain. They're probably, you know, uh, uh, doing uh, like maybe it's uh, supplements oh, or sleep some, or some of these, food that they're eating. They're really intentional about it. Some of these business owners that I've followed, they're like such biohackers. Right, and they're biohack, doing, absolutely. They're doing some crazy studies on themselves. And they move fast. And you're right. They break stuff. And like, not that science is slower. There's, you no, need No, no, it's not the science is slower. It's the, the medical field. Well, like, that's you know, moving the needle in like government stuff. Like that's, <sighs> it's just slow. Well, that's because people, yeah, whatever. But like, you need money to study things. And I think business people will, are willing to do it because they will invest in the products that will help the thing. Meaning, because I mean, I bought a thing that a business person made to help me sleep better. So I'm in. <laughs> Yeah, um, and we're really excited to start sharing about that new uh, device. Uh, we're working out a, a, a relationship with them. I know. I'm yeah. so excited to tell you all about it tomorrow. Next episode. I don't know. I'll, <laughs> let me get to my emails. <laughs> so Douglas Map also had a, like a side comment about AI, which I thought was really interesting because that, that always like um, I'm always interested in that stuff. And uh, he said actually he thinks that it's not necessarily going to benefit us as much as we think it is um, in a couple of, you know, in a generation or two, uh, because historically what has happened over the past like couple of decades, we don't remember people's phone numbers anymore because we don't need to, because we have cell phones. We don't try to do, um, math anymore because we have computers and laptops and, uh, and you know, phones that have calculators on them. We, you know, there's a lot of like the, uh, normal processing, trying to figure out of things that we just don't need to do anymore because we can either outsource it or we have a machine do it for us. And he said, so there's, most like historically, there's probably going to be a similar effect on AI culturally. However, he said, there's a caveat to that. If we don't train our brains to work beside it, then it will, it could potentially be negative. However, there's a way for us to actually use this AI in a beneficial way. Absolutely. People who use calculators are still like rocking crazy, amazing business things. They just know how to use a calculator to make their mo self most, most efficient. And yeah. also John Oliver had this on his AI segment. He's like, there are going to be people who are uh, lawyers. And then there's going to be lawyers who know use AI. There are gonna be people who are writers and there'll be people who are writers who use AI. Doctors, so, same thing. Doctors. Yep. So it's like you, you have to, you have to still use your con your contacts to help you remember phone numbers. You still have to use the thing. You have to learn how to use it. And so either you're going to learn how to use it with you and like you'll become top of the place or you won't. But it's not like it's going to calculate doesn't fucking take over everyone. Right. right. And that well, and that the AI, you know, like he, he was talking about letting the AI think for us. Well, can we do that? Yeah, of course. But we will use the AI that much more effectively if we are asking it the right questions. So there's still a lot of like 
partnering with this yeah. AI tool to be the people who are asking the right questions of the AI are going to get the best results from the AI yeah. and they're going to be even more efficient. I agree. I agree because my friend did one of those AI drawings of herself. Uh, oh, that's cool. You know, like she said, like, oh, draw me as like a superhero, whatever. There was a whole thing going on Instagram and there and several of them were really good. And then a couple of them had three hands, <laughs> a lot of three armed AI things. Uh, I don't know why the AI is giving everyone three arms. So that's why you have a better person asking. And one of those hands was on her, like, was like coming around to her boob, but like not. Oh, yeah. It okay. was just like, she's like, where is his hand coming from? And whose hand is it? <laughs> Anyways, that's hilarious. people who know how to use it and people who don't. So keep your cognitions with you so you can be more analytical. Yeah. And, and, uh, some, I'm just going to share a super quick story that has nothing to do with anything, but I thought it was so fascinating. Um, my friend went to a, uh, a party and, one of the things, like it was like a whole bunch of people, but they had a side room set up that was an AI voice activated AI, um, like painter as it were. And so there was a screen and what it was doing was listening for the conversation in the room. And then it would make an AI digital artwork piece of imagery based on what it heard. Right. So they were just throwing out phrases like, uh, one of them, literally someone said Alf on Mount Everest, and then like, wait two seconds. And it would it would like just show Alf on Mount Everest, right? Like those images don't exist. It wasn't like there's an episode of Alf where he's on Mount Everest. So they were, it was so fascinating how you can interact and create these amazing things with these, this new AI technology. So I love it. I, mean, I think, I think people's imaginations can go more wild. Oh yeah. Because the things that would hold a perfectionist back, like I can't draw Alf on Mount Everest. Right. It would take me how long to draw <laughs> Mount, Alf on Mount Everest. I don't have time Everest. for this. I need to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I got. I got to get my REM cycle. I need seven hours. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for the past three years, we've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed with water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel totally energized, and it makes me feel like I'm doing something healthy for myself. That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Yeah, and you're probably wondering, like, how can you actually do it? No exceptions. I know you guys travel all the time. You've got a lot going on. You're running three businesses. Here's the deal. It's because it's that simple. So when we're at home, after I walk by own, and sometimes August, because sometimes he comes, I open up the fridge. I pull out the dog sweat food and the AG1. I pour my AG1, and if Brad's up, I'll pour his too. And then I give the dogs their food and we have this morning breakfast with all of our nourishing vitamins and minerals that we need to kickstart our day together as a family. But when we're traveling, what I love so much is these travel packs and they make it so easy to make sure that especially on the road when it's the hardest to get nutrition needs met, like it is impossible. I'm constantly like, is there a salad? Is there a bowl? Like, can I add more veggies to this Thai food? But I know because I'm AJ1 in the morning, I am set to go. And it really does make us feel like we're doing things that are healthy for ourselves even when we hit the road. So you cannot make a mistake with AG1. It makes it really easy no matter how busy your life is or maybe your life is simple and you're gonna add something extra simple to it. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why we've partnered with them for so long. So if you wanna take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right, let's talk about those be it action items. Uh. 
What bold, executable, intrinsic, targeted action items can we take away from your combo? I stole it. I did it. <laughs> you totally stole it, but I'm going to steal it back. Um, taking cold <laughs> showers. In fact, uh, Dr. Philippe said taking he's been taking freezing cold showers, uh, which is a one-up on me. I, I've been taking cold showers. I'm taking freezing um, cold showers. I've, well, I've, I always start them at like warm enough for me to get in without feeling like someone slapped me across the no. face. And then I make it cold. So it definitely gets cold. It's it's not like, uh, but that initial shock, I'm I think I'm cheating. So, uh, it's not like I'm jumping in an ice cold pool. That yeah. is, I'm not. A, I can't wait for us to have our cold plunge in the, in the annex. But yeah. um, okay. So we did this episode. Did I say it on the episode or did I figure it out afterwards? That's I'm not remembering, but like I had been wanting to take cold showers, but I also get up earlier than you. You mentioned that I was starting to take cold showers. So I think this is just when we began to do this. So, so, okay, here's what happened. This is like, thank goodness for divine appointments. Um, so I had this conversation with them and uh, y'all heard me fail my cognitive test, but I do think that they were testing me strong harder than other people <laughs> so i think but i did see my holistic doctor did get some stuff for my brain my brain and um i had been wanting to do cold showers but our master ba- bathroom is obviously in the bedroom and i get up way earlier than brad sometimes like and two hours after he goes to bed so i didn't <laughs> want to take the shower because it's loud it makes noise it can do this whole thing so then i was like how am i supposed to do this cold shower because i don't want to take it after the walk because i'm already awake that doesn't work that's I've, I've listened to these guys that we just interviewed and i also have listened to huberman on the sleep thing i have to take the cold shower in the morning first thing in the morning so then huberman's like hey here's some more information about cold showers in the morning I'm like oh i can take him in the guest bathroom we have a whole bath we have an extra shower yeah so then i was like okay so this is how you create habits, everyone. First of all, habit can't be take a 15-minute cold shower or two-minute, well, it's two minutes. That's all you need. That's what the study says. But I can't take this two-minute cold shower as a goal because I have to now go across the house and do something over on that side of the house. So I had to start like putting clothes over there for the morning to go on the walk so that I would sure. get into the shower. And then I started with like, well, how long can I stay in this cold shower? So the first week I got to a minute. And then I got myself up. I worked my way up to two minutes. I have been doing it every day since a week after I interviewed these guys, which you guys was months ago. So at any rate, it is amazing. It does reduce inflammation. It does make me feel like I'm a badass. And here's an extra credit thing. Do not turn the shower water warm afterwards. Oh, right. No, you, you, you stay cold and you exit the the shower cold. Exit cold, which yeah. by the way, and then is when you're drying off, that's like you're warming yourself up with your towel. Basically, we're gonna see how this goes because this is uh, the first summer I'm doing this, and the AC is on when I'm getting out of the shower, and it's really Pretty not chilly. fun. <laughs> but it increases the blood flow, like you said, and it just makes you alert. I I think it also like helps your metabolism, and there's a couple oh, of other yeah, you know things. But but uh, you know, basically, what it's doing is. Uh, it's forcing the blood into your brain to protect your brain from the cold, yes. which is literally the best thing that your and brain can also get. Also, another shout out for why you should use your guest bathroom, all my married couples, is this. I literally like, oh my God, it's so cold. Oh my God, it's so cold. Oh my God, it's so cold. It's so cold. Oh my God, it's so cold. But it doesn't wake him up because no, it doesn't even turn I, on the hot water heater. I didn't even know she started heater. doing it. No, yeah, I've been doing it. I've not missed a day, even in hotel rooms. I've done it. So awesome. I did it. What's, yeah. Okay. Nice job. Well, what about you? Okay. 
So I failed their cognitive assessment. Uh, and so my biggest takeaway is understand your cognitive abilities. Um, understand, understand your cognitive abilities. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So find a cognitive assessment to identify those strengths and weaknesses. Um, I think they have some stuff. They actually said if they if you aren't sure, you can hit them up on Twitter and they'll point you in the right direction. Yeah. And then, um, uh, and then he didn't mention like meditation, exercise, I'm reading, but like, I think those things help, but um, he did say, put your brain in a rigorous exercise. So you got to challenge your brain without too much stress to help your brain grow. And I think that's really big. So I definitely would tweet at them what those are, but I would also say like, try not to like, we Googled 90 songs to like, kind of like remind ourselves, like what are our favorite 90 songs? Also not because I didn't know what they were, but like, is it nineties? Is it eighties? Is it early two thousands? That's a little bit hard for me, but then just tr like, but it, Kiss but me. you, yeah, but you missed a bunch of parts where like, I was like, there's another band, there's a da -da 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 -da. and I tried really hard to figure out what that band was before we Googled. And I got as many parts of the thing. I had the garden down. I had the, <laughs> I, had the I had the rhythm down. So try to do things that challenge your brain. This is something that's been really important to me. Many, many, many year, years ago, I heard Seth Godin say parents jobs is not to like, get their like think that school's teaching their kids it's to like actually teach their kids when their kids come home and you do that by asking them questions they can't google mm. or ask them questions and don't let them google and if they answer a question not telling them what if it's right or wrong but ask them how they got to that answer because that is actually challenging the brain so you know what ask yourself a question don't let yourself google try to come up with an answer and then you know see what happens I loved it. I these guys are amazing. You guys, it was super fascinating. I, really enjoyed that. I I um I'm on a mission to sleep more. As of this moment, my average hours are six and a half. I'm still working on that seven. However, we have this product that we can't tell you about yet. But I uh, got eight hours of sleep straight through. Did not wake up once within the third day of using this thing, and I'm so freaking excited because. As long as I'm in the bed for eight hours, I think I could get close to seven, right? So I'm in. Love it. Awesome. Well, I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so grateful you're here. How are you going to use these tips in your life? Let us know. Tag the Be It Pod. Tag the Brain Profits. And until next time, be it till you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of the Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. It is produced and edited by the Epic Team at Desenio. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals and Samena Velazquez for our transcriptions. Also to Angelina Herico for adding all the content to our website, and finally to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. CFF, uh, CSF, the cerebral spinal fluid, and how it cleans, quote unquote, cleans your brains.
you know. Uh, your brains, you have multiple. Yeah, your brains, all the brains, uh, the ones that you're eating, you pinky know. Pinky and the brain, it's pinky and um, the brain, one. <laughs> Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having the those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus, they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks, and you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore a Tavi, and you can use my discount code Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y to make sure you save some money on your socks because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.